Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Alright, so here we are, John, in the Arctic, like I brought us here. And do you see what we have to our left? Uh, ice? Yeah! And what do we have to our right? Uh, more ice. And what's in front of us? Uh, even more ice. And what do you not see? Santa Claus. There are no mice where there is ice. But maybe not in, in, in this part, but... What? You know, what, you want to dig down deeper? You want to get I, under those layers of snow, John? I, I you want to find those mice? Would, I would argue you on this, Remy, but my, my, my balls are literally frozen. And there are no mice in the Arctic! We're not going to die. We still have our phones. We can still listen to obscurities. Oh, good. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is 2019, finally, for Obscurities of the Silver Screen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We apologize that this episode has come so late in this month, but uh, we had issues. I don't. Know. Good Good things come to those who wait. Yeah, that's right. So consider this a gift. <laughs> <laughs> the gift of the Magi. Mmm. Mm. Yum. Yum. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to start off the year with a throwback episode. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. And uh, what movie did we watch, Remy? The never-ending movie! <laughs> it is a film made in the 80s with a dog and a <laughs> dragon and the boy with a horse that dies. Yes, we watched the never-ending story, ladies and gentlemen. The Wolfgang Peterson film from, uh, what was it, 1984, I uh, want to think it was. Well, let me look it up here first. Magic of the future, phones, screens, technology, knowledge, everything at your fingertips. Never-ending movie. <laughs> that's that's totally the theme song lyric. Yeah, 1984. Hey, there hey. it is. Yeah. Now, <laughs> just looking on IMDb, the IMDb page. Okay. The IMDb page say, says that this movie is an hour and 42 minutes long. But the version we watched from YouTube that we purchased on YouTube was an hour 35. So, hour 34. So, what the fuck? Hmm. Who cut out shit? Yeah, I'm wondering what they cut out. Uh, yeah, probably more of the him buttering his bread. <laughs> we'll get God. to that. All right, so just off the bat, this movie was, uh, you know, I haven't seen this movie in God knows how long. I think I maybe have only seen this once before, hmm. and uh, I I remembered very little about it except for the scarring scene that is burned in your childhood memory. Right. Of right. The horse. Our tax. Of our tax falling into the swamp. swamp of sadness yes um growing up i watched this movie a bunch and i specifically like the second one better i've never seen the second one so that's definitely something we're probably we gonna do. watch yeah we're, and then we found out there's a third one too so we're probably gonna watch the other two yeah, at i've really never seen the third one i don't think yeah um because that came out like 94 was the third one yes or 1994 would be, yeah that would be correct i don't think that i've seen that one um, but the second one I remember enjoying more than this. 
This was a good film. Yeah, it just at, at a certain point it lost me. But I mean, there were there were parts of this where I was like, I didn't think it was that good. I thought it was all right. You know, I, yeah. I was just kind of like interesting. Okay, like I I I see the German expressionism uh, influence on this film. Sure, but like just the way it looks and everything. At the same time, a part of me, whenever I see a film uh, by that a European film. I'm, I I do have this this feeling of I just don't get European movies most of the time. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't get it. You John, know? John's a good old American boy. <laughs> you know? Well, no, I mean there there are sometimes you know I'll see movies like that's fucking awesome. Right, you know, uh, right. If it's but like there from, are a lot of like, like from Italy or something. Yeah, I was gonna like say that, like, like some Italian movie. Yeah, that but like, just is but very, I don't know. Like, like, and, which is funny because I'm a huge I'm a huge German expressionism fan. Like I love Fritz Lang movies. I love you know F W Murnau. So you know Nosferatu, Metropolis. Uh, movies like that, I, I love those films. But now it's like anything from Germany. I'm just like, I don't get this. Yeah, <laughs> what is going on? You know, right? It, it, it's being artistic and our tour. You know, which I'm all for in film. Sure, but you have to be saying something. Well, well there was okay, okay. So I think what you're getting at is something that I actually really enjoyed about this film. So. I mean, I loved. It looks cool. Sure. Yeah, there were just some things about that I was like, okay, the the ending lost me. Sure, but like, lost let's me. let's say like how Kung Fu Punch of Death had all these tropes of Kung Fu films, right? And kind of, you know, I mean, maybe they probably set the groundwork for a lot of those things. This is a fantasy book, right? So fantasy books are super fucking wild. I brought up, yeah, I brought up Discworld to you, and I had no it's, knowledge. It's what that a was. really cool. Um, g- group of novels collection and maybe whatever. that's it i'm just not it's, a fantasy person yeah you know I, I i like lord of the rings but see that's the thing is lord of the rings takes from like medieval and nordic yeah. and like it's more of mythology yeah. it's it, it's it was intended to be the mythology that england never had this film is just fantasy, fantasy. yeah so there's like dungeons and dragons tiny like, little, you know, t- tiny little people there's like giant mushrooms there's crystals yeah. coming out of a lake and i think that that's what rocks. it is like fantasy just never Stuff well, because it's wild. It's yeah. it's all the shit that doesn't exist, and in fantasy books, they just say it like as if it's something that you've heard of, right? So throughout this film, you see tons of things that you're like, "That's weird," yeah, and they don't well, explain it because they because it it's exists. the world they live yeah. in, yeah. You know, you, and maybe that's something that I appreciate, like Star Wars. I appreciate it because it really does set up the world for you they, they and explains kind of it thing, to you. Yeah. Uh, the greatest thing about Star Wars is the crawl at the beginning. It says, "This is what's happening." Sure, you know. Yeah. It's like, okay, I get it now. I think sometimes it just goes into it, and it's like, uh, "Here's this rock biter, and here are all these characters. What are their names? Why are you waiting five minutes to t- tell me their name? You know, I want to know right. their name now." So I think that is what kind of threw me off at times with this. But, you know, may- maybe we should just get into the movie. All right. <laughs> here know? we go. Starting Never the episode now. Movie. So the intro Starts goes. Starts off with a song. Yeah. And it's like that. The never ending story. And, and it's, it's great. Catchy it's song. catchy. It's very 80s. Yeah. Um, and they're, <laughs> right when they started, I was like. How did they make that smoke effect at the beginning? <laughs> and I like looked it up, and it's actually kind of fascinating. So, I thought it was like it's just clouds you because know? <laughs> it looks like clouds, but it's big fantasy clouds, and they're right. like really cool looking and slow. So uh, what they do is they stuck a camera in this like giant glass box, and the glass box was filled halfway with salt water and then halfway with fresh water, and they pump like fog machine fog into it, like dry ice stuff, so that it layers out 
in that one section where there's salt water and fresh water. So then it makes this weird bubbly cloud thickness that just stays and slowly shifts around. Hmm. So then they just like film that. And that's also what they use anytime you see uh, a, a, a Treyu on Falcor and they're going through the clouds and stuff. Right. It's also that where they're just pushing a tiny now, camera. Uh, the, the, those clouds, the clouds we see at the beginning, that's supposed to be the nothing, right? That is the nothing. Which we'll get into what the nothing is. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially. So the movie opens up and we, we meet Bastion. Now, when, when we first thought they said Sam. I don't know how we got that. I don't know how we yeah. got that. But it's it, it's Bastion. You know, it's this little kid who yeah. is the worst actor. At, like, he is worse than Jake Lloyd. I don't in, know about that. I feel like they're on par. Ladies and gentlemen, if you I don't, don't know who Jake, Jake, if you don't know who Jake Lloyd is, he played Anakin Skywalker in, in Phantom Menace. I feel bad for the kid. He was so young. Oh, I feel bad like, for the kid too. Like he, yeah. that guy's that guy's life is ruined. Like he is scared of cameras. He is scared of crowds and people. Because it's, everybody backlash. Everybody and like I, I mean, don't blame it was him bad, for being but... terrible. I blame George Lucas for putting him in that position. Right. Because George Stra- never mind. I have a whole giant I know, we could, fire behind Gosh, this. we could go into an hour discussion about that movie. But George Lucas knew that he could not do the job and just chose him because he said fuck it let's choose some <laughs> new kid like he's like this this other kid is totally trained and he can do the job right you know we're gonna get every shot correctly but let's go with a kid that doesn't do that because maybe he's he'll a give cute something. kid no 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 he's he straight up says like maybe he'll bring something new to the table and everybody else is like you're wrong george what? that's not that's not how you know what? Works. He was, that's like when he was writing attack the clones he was just like man this is great dialogue I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough, and it gets everywhere. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, <laughs> uh, George. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. back to, back to the, the never-ending movie. movie. So we meet Bastion, and he's this modern-day kid. It is. It, it opens up in modern-day, 1984 modern-day. Yeah. So it opens up, and it, 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 he's this kid, and he's... He goes downstairs to sit down for breakfast, and his dad is like mystery salesman or something i don't know what his dad does yeah, well he's just you know in a suit and mustache and oh, like, oh, i'm doing go, about to go to work here's I'm your bread the son yeah. for, for, yeah, <laughs> and Bastion's just eating a untoasted piece of white bread which with there's a there's a big the block largest of block of butter. <laughs> butter in front of his bread because i don't think that they gave them to you in giant blocks back in the day i'm pretty sure they were still stick sized. yeah but there is a in the tub yeah yeah know? But there is a giant block of butter that's yeah. just in the center of the and, table. It's and like the dad, centerpiece. And the dad's saying, oh, you know, son, how, you know, how'd you sleep? And Bastion is saying, well, he had a dream about his mom. I, I, I had a dream about mom again. How dare you, son? I'm sorry. You little weakling? I'm, you're not. I, just, I heard you're not doing your schoolwork. Well, I'm kind of sad. And you're drawing horses in your math book? They're unicorns. I don't give a shit. Dad. Son. Okay. Well, why didn't you try out for the swim team? What? Why would I try out for? The, I, I like horses and unicorns and stuff. Oh yeah, and I bet you books. like, you like. I like reading books. I did not raise a sissy son I, to read what books. Unicorns are the most masculine thing I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen those muscles and <laughs> horns? They can run fast, lift their head. Okay, okay, son, stop! You're creeping me out. Okay. <laughs> Let me just eat my bread and all of this butter. I'm just gonna put some butter in my mouth and stop thinking about your mother. Okay. Well, 
It tastes like donkey goobers. <laughs> I mean, that's basically how that goes. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's he's the, the child. Bastion is giving a valid reason, saying, "Hey, you know what? Since mom died, it's been really hard for me." Yeah, he straight you know? up says he's and, just. And sad. his dad's just. And his dad's just like, "Ah, stop that, son." Yeah, quit. Quit reading your books and quit reading your. How dare you? Quit read. reading books and start reading books for school. Yeah. How dare you read and draw in your math book and not turn your homework because yeah. your mom died and you're sad? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Fucking so, move on, kid. Sam is uh, Sam. Shit, we wrote Sam in the notes, so I just read that. And was like, yeah. Sam Bastion is walking to school, and then these bullies show up, and I was like, they look like the Goonies, and they do look like <laughs> the Goonies, like the Goonies, like just straight up that crew. Sam, Sean, Aston, and crew. Yeah, and they're like, hey, give us your lunch money, you worm. And it's clearly dubbed. Like most, yeah, I don't most know why. of this movie is dubbed, and I'm wondering if like some of these kids were were or some of these actors were German actors because it is Wolfgang Peterson who directed this. And the, so, give us your money. <laughs> and the and the crew was mostly German. We want to go to Super Disco. <laughs> we want to get Strudel. <laughs> you you go give us money so we can go buy cigarettes <laughs> and have like five bottle of wine and seven sausages. Give us a Jägermeister, yeah. <laughs> we want we want Jägermeister and ecstasy pill and Super Disco. These kids are like 10, yeah. you know? <laughs> so we're, we're very into Andy Warhol, and we like we like uh, Hans Gruber in Die Hard. He's very cool. He's super cool. He's very recent. Uh, David Hasselhoff is our national hero. He's so buff, so strong, so, so mad. So mad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving so on. So they, they throw Bastion, they throw Bastion into, into the trash into the can. trash. Yeah. And he's covered with noodles. <laughs> Apparently the only thing that gets put into this trash can is noodles. Yeah, um, it's all, it, in, yeah, the noodles that you use in the strudel, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a second snack before discotheque. <laughs> so then so it's that, uh, Bastion, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to say this, like, to, until we get to Bastion in the notes, I'm going to keep saying Sam. Yeah. Uh, Bastion then start. he gets out of the trash can, and they're like, what? You're not done? You want more? And they start chasing him again. And he's, like, running and running. Then he, like, goes into this bookstore to hide. Yeah. I, I thought that it was a library because I just remembered this being a library. When it, it could I be either. It. I, I think don't think. I it think is. it's a bookstore. Yeah, I think it is. Just it a looks bookstore. like it looks yeah. like a secondhand bookstore. Yeah. The way it's unkept and, and dirty and dusty and so whatnot. so so Bastion like comes in and then immediately you hear this voice being like, "What? No kids." No kids in here. And I'm just like, the fuck is this library? <laughs> like, yeah. So, so rude. This guy is reading this book. And he's saying, oh, you're hiding, huh? Hiding from who? Oh, bullies? Why don't you punch them in the nose? Yeah, so he just says, like, go the fuck out and just, like, kick their ass yeah. and leave me alone. Which be, is... like, be like Feng Shi Yu and kick their ass with exactly. your beautiful ponytail. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> Bastion has, like, a four-foot ponytail, And they the show this old guy, and he looks like... He smells of coffee. That's that's like, what JG said to me, and I was like, "You're right, coffee like, and you know coffee those, hard candies." You know those teachers you had in high school, or like you would, or or even like middle school, where you would ask a question and they would lean over and it's just coffee breath. It's just you realize that's because they had to teach kids. I know, so they needed all I the coffee would, they needed. Honestly, they, dude, I would inject coffee into my into my bloodstream. I would too, you know, just to give me that extra pep in my step. Yeah. <laughs> 
So poor teachers, you guys don't get paid enough, and uh, yeah, we we support you. Yeah, you drink can, all the coffee you want. Yeah, you gotta deal with little shits. Yeah, and so Bastion is like, oh, I love books, and the the guy's like, oh no, go to an arcade. These are books. He's, he's we, like, we what? sell books what? here. Comic books. Like, no, I I, I read like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea and Wizard of Oz and. All the uh, the Arthur legends and all of these. I think great... he, he tossed out like Huck Finn or something. Yeah, I mean any yeah. any classic book you can yeah, think of, and, he, he and tossed it out there. Bastion's just listening. Oh, those. Tarzan. Tarzan. Tarzan was the one. Tarzan, that, yeah. Tarzan was the man that made, the one that made the old man go. This kid knows his shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh shit. You but he's Tarzan? reading this book, and cool and the kid is like, "What are you reading?" And and the old man says, "Oh, this book isn't for you." He says it's not safe. Right. And I think that's super cool. Because like, then, he goes, then he goes, yeah, you, when you read 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, or you're Captain, or, Nemo. You're Captain Nemo, or when you, or you read Tarzan, you're like, Tarzan. And but then when you're done, you can close it, and you're and a little boy again. Yeah. You, you but imagine if you were reading 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and, and when you're done with the book, you're still being attacked by the giant squid, yeah. and you are Captain Nemo now. Yeah, or so, or jaguar or panther. What the fuck does Tarzan fight? Jaguar, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so still it, like it, nipping it's, at you. It, it's meant to scare Bastion. Yeah, but I think it just entices Bastion even more because the yeah, second the old man puts the book cool. down and looks away, Bastion swipes the book and somehow and already wrote out a note super fast. Yeah, he just carries notes. I think he just carries notes around with him saying. I'll return your book. <laughs> you know? Because apparently he just goes into every bookstore and steals. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. This little kid. It was the 80s. It was a lawless time. <laughs> um, so so he, yeah, he seals the book, leaves a note yeah. saying sorry. And he goes to he goes to school where class is already in session. And so he peers into his math class and then he just goes, oh, no. A math, math test. <laughs> So then he's just like, all right, fuck this for today. <laughs> yep, not going to that. So he goes he goes upstairs, and there's a little, like, uh, in case of fire, break glass type thing. And it's got a key, and it's labeled attic, and it's already broken. So he just grabs the key yeah. and just goes into the attic. So apparently he ditches all the time in the same fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, this is his hidey hole. Um, it's, it's yeah, w- why does the school have an attic like this? And it's a really interesting attic. So he, like... The second he opens it up, it's a haunted mansion attic. It looks it's like full the, of skeletons. Yeah. No, it looks like the the attic from from the ride, the haunted mansion. You know that. that oh sure, attic. yeah. It yeah, looks yeah. like that. Yeah, there's like cobwebs. There's like skeletons. Yeah. There's skulls. There's a lot of bones up there, and like taxidermy. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, why is this in like, a school? I get that you can use some of this for education, but yeah. also, why is it all in the attic right now? Yeah, it's weird. It's it's bizarre. Anyway, so he he, he hides in there, and he decides to open the book. Dun dun. And what do we get? Rockbiter. Oh shit! Yeah. So uh, he opens he opens the book, and then it's like this forest scene, and, and you just hear. <laughs> All right, adding that to the list. John is really good at <laughs> rock-related sounds: trains, planes. He hasn't done automobiles yet, but I'm sure we're gonna get there. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. He's okay at yeah. the automobiles. <laughs> That's not really his forte. That is good. Just rock fighting tra- <laughs> pla- trains and planes. Okay, so um, yeah, so it's this forest scene and weird gargoyles. And there's sound. oh yeah, and we- uh, whatever. 
Yeah. It's a forest scene, and there's a bat hanging upside down, and he's super sleepy, and he's huge, and there's, like, this little, like, gnome dude who's, like, down in the dirt, and he's all hairy and kind of looks like Kramer, and he's just like... <laughs> he does look like Kramer! <laughs> yeah. And he's just like... Huh? And that is Nighthob. Yeah, his name's Nighthob. Yeah. And he's got a bat companion that's also his, like, hang glider. Yeah. Um, And then there's... Our boy, Deep Roy. Yeah, and, um, he, and he, his character's name is, oh, what's his Teeny Weenie. Te- Which, of course, Fucking come on, guys. Why do they name him Teeny Weenie? If any Deep of you Roy guys is, don't know who Deep Roy he is. He's a legend in film. Like, he, he he played the Oompa Loompas in, in the, that's what the you remake might know him from. of, well, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the one with Giant Depp in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's so That's the, the one Loompas. you probably would know him most for, but he is he's in all a over ton the place. of films. Yeah. He's, I didn't even know he was in this movie. I was like, wait, because I, I didn't want to say it, but then and I looked up there. He's super young in this movie. Yeah, because I I looked up the cast. I was like, "Oh shit, that is Deep Roy." Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and um, he has this snail, which is a racing snail. Exactly. Yeah, it goes really fast, and it's huge. I mean, technically, they're all tiny, or maybe they no, are, they're normal. No, they sized. are normal size. They're normal size. Just, uh, just rock, rock biter, biter is huge. Huge. He's a mountain of a man. And yeah, and he comes. He comes to them going like. Oh, can I sit here? You know. Yeah, they're they all, all just like, they have a little camp. And they're terrified of him because he's this giant Huge. rock dude. Yeah. <laughs> I would be scared too. And and he rides around on this, like, you know those big wheels bikes that you would ride as a yeah. kid? Where you can, like, drift and stuff he when, rides you, around on when that. you get good. Yeah, when you um, get really good. So, so he's riding one of those, but the wheels are like steamrollers. They're just giant round rocks. Yeah. But he's just crushing everything in his path. <laughs> so it looks like he's going to run over their little camp, and then instead he's like, yeah. hey. It's like, can I join? And he starts, sit, he, he goes to sit down, and they all go, <laughs> and, and he like thuds on the ground and everything like i'm sure the trees all jump up in the air as mm-hmm. he lands um and he takes a bite out of a rock that's in the camp and he's like i see why you chose this spot lots of rocks this is limestone takes a giant with crunch a, out of it with the dash of, of course. course so he takes a bite out of it and the rock crumbs Come falling down out of the sky. One hits the racing snail. Yeah. And I keep thinking, like, and all right, that's like goes, 30 feet up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the racing snail's like fine, but that's like 30 feet up, and that was a big rock that hit your head. Yeah, you should um, be dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Rockbiter. He well, informs teeny, them about. Teeny Weenie informs Nighthob that uh, this is a Rockbiter. You know? And so then uh, Rockbiter tells them about, like, why he's there. He's, he says, my home has vanished. You know, it's been, and they're like, how? Is it like just like a hole? It's like no. Oh, he's, he said that he left because the lake. Uh, the lake is dis- gone. The lake is gone. Yeah. Like there's a hole. No, it's gone. They're like, did it dry up? And he's like, no. No, it's it is flat land, but it was nothing. Yeah, and, and then, so that introduces us to the nothing. And then the nothing got bigger, until his mountains were gone, mm-hmm. until his family was gone, until his town was gone, and it's getting bigger. Nothing yeah. is getting bigger. So this nothing is a force consuming everything, everything on this in, planet of in Fantasia. Fantasia. The, yeah, this, this, world. this world is called Fantasia. And so then Teeny Weenie and Nighthob are like, well, we need to go to the Empress. She'll know what to do. So they so Teeny Weenie gets on his on his snail. <laughs> Big wheel. Oh wait, never mind. On, on his snail. I don't know why I thought Teeny Weenie was rock rock fighters <laughs> and and night hob gets on his hang gliding bat yeah and which is interesting because when they get to the ivory tower only night hob and his bat are there teeny weeny and his snail are not there. i guess they're just still trying to get up 
Maybe, yeah. I don't know. So they go to the Ivory Tower, yeah, which is where the Empress is. Yeah. And w- w- Nighthob and his bat, like, they don't go inside. They just peer from the window or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they, like, attach to the wall on the outside They're and like, look through the windows. What's going on here? Yeah. You know, that's how Nighthob talks. It is. And then this this man comes out named Chiron. He's, he's the Oracle. They refer yes. to him as the Oracle. Yes, the Oracle. Yeah. He, he's the, he has this, like, really long white beard. Yeah. And he has this ridge in his head. He looks like, um, oh, fuck, what's his name from Star Trek? You lost me. I don't watch Star Trek. It's, um, Next Generation. Yeah, I don't watch any Star Trek. God damn it. Oh, okay. It's, it, that it'll guy. hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've seen Next Generation, you know exactly who I'm talking about. So he informs, the Oracle informs the people that have gathered there that the Empress is ill. And there's nothing she oh, can yeah, do. She's, she's sick. She is sick. She's got and, Empress flu. Yeah. And this scene is really cool, actually, because you have all these interesting costumes of characters. Like, you have the, these giant heads. I mean, the, okay, the design in this film is so good. It's like I said, it's German Expressionism. Yeah. Straight up German Expressionism. So like they you have, see in Dr. Caligari or something They have like that. a huge crew of random fantasy species, mm-hmm. and they get so creative. It's yeah. shit that I've never seen. People with two heads, or like two faces, two faces actually. Two faces, yeah. Where it's like, the dude's right eye is technically the middle eye, and then they Someone have Someone who's just hair. Face. Yeah, there was one dude who's just like hair and a face. It, yeah, you know? and these there's, two like ginormous heads. That there's are just one but heads. Fish. Yeah, a random just fish like, just in the background. Like half of a fish. That's so yeah, just standing so really up. cool design. Yeah, you know, set designs and, and costume designs. And so then the oracle he explains to people she that the empress needs a new name. The only way she will not be ill is if she, if she needs a new name, and she is ill because of the nothing. Right. If she is right. not ill, if if she is given a new name. Uh, then she can stop the nothing from happening, from from t- from destroying the rest of Fantasia. Right. And so then they say, oh well, we we there's this warrior that we know of, named Atreyu, and he will, you know, he he has he has hunted the purple buffalo. He can do this. He can he can find out. He can go to the farthest lands and find a name for the Empress. And they say, and the Empress already sent for her. So here he is, Atreyu. And this, like, 12-year-old boy comes walking up. Yeah. And that's a Treyu. Also, snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Um, <laughs> our boy Bastion has a patch on his backpack of, like, this Native American kid hunting a purple buffalo. Oh, shit. So when a Treyu says that, he's like, what? And, like, looks at his own backpack and then goes back to the story. Right, and I always thought right. that was such a cool little detail. Yeah. So... And they're saying, you're just a child. They're, you know, they, you can't possibly be Atreyu. And Atreyu is like, no, trust me, I'm I'm the guy. Yeah. I'm the guy you want. So Atreyu goes on his quest with his horse, Artax. Yeah. But he has to leave He has to leave his weapons behind. Right, 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 right. right. Because like, it, it's more of like... It's, it's an it's honor not, journey. Yeah, like, it's, it, it's, it's, it's all not, internal. It's not a, a journey of might and skill. It is it is more about morals. Yeah. And your your character. Yeah. Uh, so no need for these arrows. No need for the sword. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he has to leave all those behind. And he's given the medallion called Orin. Right, Which will right. Pr- protect him and guide the way. Right. You know. So he goes on the quest with Atrax. And there's like a really cool, you know, montage. Wow! 
Yeah. Yeah. Awesome 80s, like, synth music, you know? <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, so his first spot that he rolls up to... He searches is... far and wide. But also, we know that the wolf... There's oh, this yeah. wolf yeah. Named, uh, We don't know his... They don't say his name yet. Right, right, right. We find out his, na- find out his name later in the movie. So we'll get... I, we'll we'll re- reveal it later when, he, when it's actually said. Right. But there's this wolf that works for the nothing. Yeah. That is going after Atreyu and trying to stop him. Right. So Atreyu is also like racing against time. Well, yeah. Time. And time, the nothing. Uh, like, and so he's racing. Yeah, it's a race against time. Yeah. So uh, Atreyu and, and Artax, they... Uh, they go to the swamp! Well, yeah. and But at one point, they, at one point, they're like, oh, well, it's time to eat. So let's eat. And then Bastion goes, that's a good idea. I should eat too. And he pulls out his sandwich. Yep. And it's like a PB&J, and it's very thin. Oh, yeah. It, it takes, looks like just bread. takes one bite of it, and he goes, mm, I should save this for later. His acting not is Not too just... much. I need some for later. Yeah, he does say, like, not all right now. And he, yeah, like, says like, it, to the, it to the sandwich. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you're really good, Mr. This, sandwich. This kid was so bad. Oh, my God. It gets worse. It gets even worse with yeah. the kid. I mean, I guess that's probably why he's not in the movie yeah. that much. No, no, he said he he literally says, "Not too much. We still have a long way to go." And he like tucks his sandwich back into bed yeah. <laughs> and then goes back to the book. And then we get to that scene. So, if you've seen this movie before, you, you know, know the scene yeah. we're talking about. So, Atreyu is going Which through... Which I was surprised, like, when it happened, I was like, it happens this early in the I movie? I was surprised, too. I figured that they had a little bit more bonding. At least yeah. that's what I remembered. But I guess it is just like, if you see Half, a dog in a movie, yeah, it just, you know it's it, going to die it's, and it's going to be sad. But this is, the like, the this is the first act. Well, actually, no, it'd be like the beginning of the second act, I guess, yeah, is, yeah. is this. Yeah. Uh, and... So they're walking through the swamp, swamp of sadness. Well, or what is it called? We have it written down. Yes, we do. There is there's the dead. Yeah, it is the swamp of sadness. He yeah. went through the desert of shattered hopes, right, to get to the swamp of sadness, right. And in the swamp of sadness, like it, it, it can sense your emotions. So if you are sad and you let sadness overcome you, you sink. You sink. So he's leading Artax through the swamp. Yeah. And they're, I imagine they're, they're doing both okay. Thinking, yeah, 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 they're getting there. And then Artax starts to like pull away, like a branch breaks in front of them. And they're like, whoa. And then Artax starts to pull away. And then Atreyu's just like, hey, dude, it's okay. Like, come on. Like, we got this. Let's, let's go forward. And but Artax, Artax isn't doesn't moving. move. Yeah. And he's like, what's wrong, buddy? And then Artax gives like a sad whinny. And then you're like, oh no! I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to choke up a little bit. Just yeah, talk, like. And then you oh, see like God. Artax starts to sink, and he's like, no, buddy, like it's okay. And he starts, we're gonna, we're gonna make it. He starts like screaming, you know, because yeah, he's like, Artax, no! Artax, and Artax is just like, he at this point, it's like his tummy's touching the fucking swampy grossness, and and. and and Atreus just Atreus like dude, crying dude, and come on. Bastion like, is crying while reading this. Yeah, you know? and, and that's he's like, where, we can't be sad. We have to keep going. And you yeah. just see him losing which, hope, which then made me go like, like, wait, how does how does Atreyu not sink if he's sad right now? I guess because he knows that he has to keep going. You know? I I believe that it shows that he's overcoming. He's in control of his emotions. Yeah, and even though his best friend is, I'm not in going front to him, let it become i'm not gonna let it take over me right right know? because what happens if we both die then we all lose then yeah like one of us has to keep going so i'm sorry artax i have to let you go and i have to keep going and then it cuts to just 
Atreyu sitting there in an empty swamp, and we know that Artax just He's gone. sunk. God. So he just kind of picks himself up and keeps going. And there are some cool moments because he's like wiping off tears as he's walking away. And you see him like take a couple sinky steps. And it's like you can tell that the sadness of him losing him. But he's he's fighting. He's got to keep going. He he gets up and then he's walking on the surface of the swamp. And he gets out of there. Is so burned in my mind. You have, even if you see this movie once, you remember that scene. Yeah. And just how traumatizing it it's truly traumatizing as a kid yeah, yeah. and, and even like this is a children's movie and we're going here like man i need to take a break for a second yeah and just digest that uh so yeah, he keeps going so let's just move on because oh, god get away from that <laughs> you know uh, get away from that Gigi's tearing up as I, we I know. speak I, gosh i I love horses. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption too much, you know? You're getting really attached. Right. Uh, by the way, I named my horse in Red Dead Redemption Bubba Hotep for all you gen- fans out there. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> Until he... Well, I'm not going to spoil the ending of the game for you. Anyway, so... so um, Atreyu, he finds Mar- uh, Morla or Mar- Mor- um, um, Morla. Morla? Is it Morla? Yes, big turtle Morla. island. This is big turtle. Yeah, ginormous turtle. Yeah, <laughs> John. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you've seen and listened to this show as much as I have, I just think about penis too much. I guess <laughs> John has like weird sexual awakenings through weird it's films. Not an awakening. So, so, it was an observation. So like a that's giant a phallic turtle. Ob- he looked like a phallic, phallic a, object. A giant turtle like pokes his head out. <laughs> And they and, show this side, and it looks like a, pe- a penis. And John says that looks like a penis. And I'm looking at this, like, wrinkly old turtleneck that's, like, dangling to the ground. And I'm just like, John, do you, do you need to, like, go see a doctor? Like, what? Is this normal to you? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right. I just see penis everywhere. <laughs> Okay. Dear so, God. so, so yeah, he's a Atreyu, turtle. Atreyu climbs up into this little tree, and he starts talking to Morla. And Morla is allergic to him, so keeps sneezing him off the tree. And yeah. It's kind of this bit that they do for a while, but they do it three times. Morla's explaining that um, she's allergic to humans, and that the nothing doesn't matter to her because she's he's been like, here I've forever, lived for like, thousands of years. Everything has be, died around her. It's like, like dying would be interesting. Yeah, like might as well let it happen. It'll yeah. be the only thing that ever happens to me for the next. 300 years she's like, like well if you do like i can't give you anything but if you go to the southern oracle southern oracle can help you out well where's the southern oracle oh about ten thousand miles away <laughs> like it's nothing you know good thing i still have my horse oh wait, oh, wait. <laughs> i don't so yeah <laughs> atreyu is like well i guess i better start walking yeah so so he fucking hoofs it and um as he's going he starts to slip into the mud again and uh and and bastian is like i need to stop reading yeah yeah but bastian's like no i can't stop because atreyu wouldn't quit so i can't quit yeah gotta keep reading so so, it's also again school day now so now it's like nighttime yeah yeah he he, as as he goes to quit he like walks down the stairs and sees like the janitors coming out and start cleaning and then he's like ah fuck it i'm just gonna stay in the attic go yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so yeah atreyu like keeps walking but he's succumbing to the exhaustion that yeah. he's feeling, you know. Yeah. And 
the wolf is like in hot pursuit though. Like he's about to catch oh, yeah, up to Atreyu. Oh yeah, he keeps jumping back to the wolf. Yeah. And Atreyu was like, oh god, I can't go on anymore. And the wolf's like hopping along and he's trying sinking to get him. deeper and deeper mm-hmm. into the muck and he's and, getting up to like his chin and like yeah. his arms just sticking out and then and he looks up at the clouds and then out of nowhere a giant dog dragon, dog dragon. shoots out of the clouds like some kind of celestial ejaculate and just, comes <laughs> and just down swoops him up scoops him scoops him and i just thought like wow damn good that just came out of nowhere yeah and but then uh we we see that and then it cuts to black because you know, Atreyu like falls asleep and then he wakes <laughs> I up. Think, I don't think he just like fell asleep. I'm sure he just like knocked out, which I guess yeah. is falling asleep. It just seems like that's like <laughs> he passed out. Like oh, time for a nap. <laughs> like no, it's not that. He passed out due yeah. to exhaustion. Yeah. And when he wakes up, he's in the grasp of this giant. What we what we find out is a luck dragon. Yeah. Whose name is Falcor. Oh yeah. And he's got human teeth, and I always thought that was really jarring. But he's really cool because he's, like, scaly, but he also has fur. Yeah. He has the head of a dog and the body of a dragon and human teeth. It's really, yeah, the human teeth and big, gorgeous eyelashes. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Cover girl. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Um, and and Falcor explains, like. We're not promoting. Like, we're not promoting either of those two. We're not being paid for that promotion. <laughs> right. But if you'd like us to pay, if you'd like to pay us, then we would totally do that. Um, so Falcor, sorry, actually Falcor also wakes up. I think they're both taking a nap. Yeah, and, and Atreyu, Falcor's like, ooh, hello, young fellow. And Atreyu's like, where, where am I? I don't, I, I'm not covered in mud, and I don't have blood all over me. <laughs> well, I, I took you to safety, and you cleaned up. Uh, whoa, like a bath? Yeah. Oh, like. Is this some kind of dream world? Am I dead? No, you're very much alive. Whoa! Okay. So what do we do now, Falcor? Well, you have to go to the Southern Oracle. And All right. just as it was, I took you most of the way there. Well, why did you take me the whole way? Because I can. Cool! Alright, <laughs> I'm just gonna take my horse. I I want... Uh. <laughs> no, I wanted a, a trader to go like... Damn, you're better than a fucking horse I had. Right. You know? <laughs> I'm like falling asleep in the mud. You just pick me up. It's right. fine. And so then Atreyu meets, because uh, Falcor took Atreyu to these uh, two gnomes. Yeah. Named uh, Engiwook and Urgel. It's Billy Crystal and... And Carol Kane, basically. Yeah, from, it's basically Miracle Max and Valerie like, from the Princess Bride. That's what they were making fun of. Or that's what Princess Bride was making fun of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Even though Princess Bride is also based on a book, but the the, the, the they look those the same. Characters. They look the same. And yeah. they're like a bickering gnome couple. Yeah, and they and when they find that the Atreyu is a lot as uh, awake, you know, Engiwook, you know, he's like, oh, the dude. Yeah, he he says something weird too. He was like, oh, it's my turn on him. And, and then, like, like ah! starts to walk to the kid, and John and I are just like, oh, this movie is taking a weird turn. What is turn. he doing to the kid? And then What has said, she been doing to the kid? No, But then Angie Wook says, to the winch, wench, or to the winch, wench. Which is great, and because it, then it, they go up to this giant wench. Yeah. So it's like he called her a witch, but just mix it up. To the witch, wench, yeah. Yeah. Or a winch, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so it's like this It's a fun system. It's a, it's a pulley thing. system, yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, Angie Wook and Atreyu, like, go up this bucket, you know, and that takes him up to this peak, and... Uh, Engie Wook has the has this uh, telescope, and it's made of like 
nothing crystals. but a board and crystals. Yeah. And it's like you look through the crystals. I don't know. It's fantasy and it's a telescope. And you can and that's see how it works. The, southern, the first gate of the Southern Oracle. And it's so far away. Yeah. And it's these two large sphinx. Yeah. That are, you know, facing each They're other. They're these big titty ladies with big wings, and they look very Egyptian. <laughs> and large tits. Giant boobs. Yes. I remember that as a kid, just being like, hey, hey. there's some boobs. <laughs> um, and we see... Uh, this, like, gallant knight. Yeah. Is... And Anguiwook describes to... Uh, tells Atreyu uh, that uh, you... This is... It's a test. Yeah, it's a test of, of your... Self-worth. Yeah, do, if you feel your own self-worth, you will be able to pass. Yeah. And so this this knight decked out in beautiful armor. He's got, like, feathers. Yeah. He's got, like, a fucking... He's going down the trail fruit. there. To know. the sphinxes. And they're, like, watching him. And then you see that the eyes of the sphinxes open up. And then just shoot lasers out of their eyes. And blow him the blow fuck him away. Blow him to smithereens. Like his horse he is, is gone. His He's armor is still there. He's on the ground. Yeah. yeah. But he is dead. Yeah. Um, and Atreyu is like, well. I'll do it. I'll do it. I gotta go. Yeah. And Angie Wilkes is just like, dude, did you not just see what just happened? Yeah. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. And just like walks down there. Yeah. So then... Uh, yeah, so Atreyu goes down there and he starts walking, and he's he's getting a little nervous, but he's just like he's got to be confident in himself, in himself, you know. He's gotta he's gotta be. Hey, I can do this, you know. And You're the best around. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna get you down. Basically, that's playing in his head. I would just be singing that. And I'd be like, <laughs> I can do anything. And uh, he he's like. He's walking, and then he sees that the eyes of the Sphinxes start opening up. So he just darts. Well, well, he like shits his pants for yeah, a second. Like, he oh, like sees fuck. that, and he's like standing there. And then you hear like Ag- Agna Doobie back at the thing yelling at him. What's his name? Enguwook. Uh, Enguwook is just like, 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 no, you're gonna like, die. No, I'll try you. And then he's like, I gotta go. So he just like runs, dives through. They still shoot at him. Yeah, miss. And he just dived through. He 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 found a loophole. Yeah, just apparently runs super fast. Apparently, you it. just go through that shit. Which is funny because I said, "Why don't you just run through that really fast?" And you and you were like, "No, but it's about morals and what." I was like, "Nah." Fuck apparently, that. it's not. <laughs> apparently, yeah. it's not. Fuck that. Also, he did peer down. Um, I can't remember if this is before or after oh, yeah. he jumped through. He peered down at the at the night, and yeah. you just see his charred body yeah. inside the. The armor. garlic cooked inside the armor. Yeah, he's which is he, great. Hot diggity dog. <laughs> so then. Uh, but then Atreyu must pass through the second gate, which is a magic mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets to this, like, frost cold land where there's definitely no mice. And <laughs> he looks into this mirror and he sees Bastion. Yeah. And Bastion doesn't see him really. But he's reading the book where he reads that he sees Bastion. Well, yeah. So that's and so how then he Bastion, sees like, the- just makes this wimp throw. And throws yeah, the he's book like, away. Oh, the book! Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. kind of limp arm throws the book away. And we're just like, dude, come on. <laughs> and, and he's just like, this is going too far. Wow. <laughs> I'm so scared reading this book and also scared reading my lines. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah. yeah. So like, we're starting to realize that somehow Bastion is part of this book. You know. Yeah, he's got he's got this effect on its outcome. Yeah, and I think maybe as a kid that like that was like that did threw me off. I was like, I don't understand this. You know, yeah. Even even though the end does explain it, like I was like, I don't get this. How is he in the book? You know, right, right. Um. So yeah. So 
then then Atreyu finally does get to the uh, the Southern Oracle. I don't know what the point of the mirror was. It's you know. just one of the things he has to go through. Yeah. Yeah. All of this is about the reader understanding that they control it. So I think that there's moments in the story that say you have to keep reading even though you're getting sad or else ah, you'll sink and won't finish the so book. So that was it, yeah. Then you need to look inside yourself and realize that you are the hero. Right, that's yeah. The, it's, Got it's, it. The, the whole movie is explaining how you feel when you read a book. Yeah. So, so if nobody's so ever read meta. a book before, this is how books feel Yeah. when you read it. <laughs> this is, is like, how books, every book, Yeah. every book you read. It's like, you're always the main character in a book. You read Mein Kampf, shit gets weird. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I took that in a really dark direction. <laughs> uh, the communist right. manifesto as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so Atreyu finds the Southern Oracle. And the Southern Oracle tells him that only a a, a child from a, a human child outside of Fantasia can uh, can give a name to the new empress, right? To the empress, right? Because she needs a name. Yeah, and then yeah, so he's saying, and so Atreus was like, "Wait, how does that work? You know, outside of of Fantasia, what? Yeah, like where where's the boundaries? What's yeah. the is is it? Are you talking about space? Like yeah. what? I don't get it. Yeah." yeah. And so then, then you see the oracle starts falling apart because the the nothing is starting to consume it. Yeah. So Atreo gets the hell out of there. Yeah. And the oracle's like, there isn't much time as it's being consumed. Yeah. <laughs> and so then, and so then Bastion's like, oh, someone has to name him, name her. I would love to name her, you know. And then she, he like he comes up like, with his name, and it's like Moonchild. What? Oh, what was the name? It was what? Moonchild. I looked was it up. Was it really yeah, Moonchild? I looked it up on on Wikipedia and it said I, Moonchild. I always thought he said like Rosalind or something. <laughs> yeah, but no, he straight up says Moonchild. Moonchild. That's what he shouts out the window. Yeah, you see, we can't tell what he shouts out the window because there's like so much sound over yeah. it that it's just like. <laughs> yeah, that's why. And and he looks out the window longingly, and he's like, "My mother had the most beautiful name." Yeah, it's the most beautiful name oh, and it's God. like rainy and stormy and shit. so yeah so then uh are you fucking kidding me he names her moon child child yes i don't that's the name he that. wants to give her look it up but that's also his mother's name assumedly because that's his mom what was he, a hippie but, uh, no her mom was a hippie her mom, yeah yeah <laughs> People. I don't know. <laughs> Movie time. Who knows? Moonchild. Moonchild. Beautiful name. Where Where are Atreyu and Falk Full uh, Fulcar going after? Or uh, going after uh, Falkor going after this? They're They're going to like this. Uh, they, uh, they're searching. I think for like you know to find like somewhere outside of Fantasia, and uh, and they get caught up in the nothing. Well, yes, and so then right? so then is that what you're talking about? Yes, because okay. then. Atreyu falls off of Fulk, of Falkor. Right, right, and, because the the nothing is causing up a big ruckus. Yeah, and so and he, so he falls. He we find him washed up on this beach, and the medallion's gone. Yeah, and Falkor is gone. Yeah, and they're like calling after each other, like doing a whole Marco Polo thing, but they're clearly clearly not hearing each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, like it cuts to Falkor being like Atreyu, and then Atreyu's like Falkor, and then it goes back to Falkor being like uh, Atreyu, yeah. and then Atreyu like goes into this like little town or whatever, and he finds. Uh, a rock biter sitting there yeah. in sadness because he's mourning the. He's not a town. He's just walking along the yeah. fucking wilderness. Sure. Yeah. And then he he's he's uh, rock biter is mourning the loss of Teeny Weenie, and and Night can I, can I do it? Of course. These look like 
big, strong hands, don't they? I thought that they were big, strong hands, but they weren't strong enough. I couldn't hold them. Teeny weeny. <laughs> and that other guy. Night Hob. Night Hob. They slipped within my weak fingers. Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> I like to think the Academy. And it's like really fucking sad. Yeah, so they're dead. So they're, <laughs> they're gone. So then uh, uh, Rockbiter's like, I guess I might as well just t- let the nothing consume me yeah. too. He's like, he straight up says like, I haven't sat down for a while. Maybe I should just keep sitting because these big strong hands aren't what I yeah. thought they were. And so then Atreus is like, oh, no, we got to keep fighting. So he goes into this temple area like kind of like ruins ruins yeah the ruins and he sees like these paintings on the walls of the story yeah like he sees himself he sees himself with 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 artax he sees the patch that uh bastion has on his backpack that is of atreyu hunting the purple buffalo like that is done in artax uh yeah he sees artax like sinking into the swamp of sadness. He sees he the see, oracle. Yeah. Um, he sees all this stuff. And then he... And then he sees a wolf busting out of a wall. Yeah. And he's like, wait, I haven't... Oh, shit! And on the side, there's the wolf trying to bust out of the wall. But he seems to be trapped in there. Yeah. Oh, he's well, all, I think he's, he's just all, hiding. I yeah. Think he's and he's being, all kind of bloody. He's all wolfy. He's all bloody and beaten up. Yeah. And and the wolf, you know, it, the wolf then basically tells him that his name is, is Gamork. And that Fantasia, that... Uh, you know, oh, he knows that the Empress needs a new name from a, someone outside of Worf. Fantasia. Worf is the name of the dude from Star Trek. Sorry, the oh second you said Gamork, my brain just like... <laughs> that was like an hour ago. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but like, and, and then Gamork says, yes, I know, the Empress needs a, a name, but from a kid outside of Fantasia. And that this 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 warrior named Atreyu is trying to, you know, I need to stop Atreyu. And then, but then he, he says to, he does not know that he's talking to Atreyu right now. Right, right. Which is weird, but okay. And yeah, because apparently he like straight up saw him. Yeah, but he But doesn't. then he thinks that he saw him die in the swamp. So. Right, that's it. He, he thought he saw him die. So obviously this kid isn't it. Yeah. And so he, he's just, he's just saying, uh, you know, well, there is no hope. I work for the, I work for the nothing and there is no hope because there, Fantasia has no boundaries. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way you can we find a child it's outside never of ending. it. Yeah. And uh, but he says that Fantasia is dying because people are giving up on their dreams and are giving up on hope. Right. So y- you can't you can't possibly save it. Right. You know, you might as well kiss it goodbye. And then uh, Atreyu reveals himself to Gamork and says, "I am Atreyu." And then uh, and then Gamork like jumps out. He's like, "Oh, I gotta stop you!" And Atreyu grabs this cool jaggedy rock that totally just looks like a knife, and he stabs him with it. Yeah. So, so like, which was cool because it wasn't like I, at first I was like, oh, cool, no fight scene. But then I thought actually, that was cooler. That there's this whole kind of like, yeah, there's this whole like this this talk about morals and hopes and 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 dreams and whatnot, right? You know, rather than a fight, right? I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, all right, I, I'm on. So I'm Gamora tackles Atreyu, and then they're both lying still, and you're like, what happened? Yeah. And then Atreyu shoves Gamork off to, off top of him, and yeah. you see that the rock is stuck in Gamork's chest. Mm-hmm. And then we see that a uh, f- uh, uh, Falkor finds the medallion at the bottom of a river. Yeah. Yeah. And so he uh, so he finds the medallion, and it guides him to Atreyu. To Atreyu. 
but the nothing starts to consume the temple that Atreyu is in. Yeah. So uh, Falkor gets it in the nick of time again. Yeah. Snatches him up. Snatches him up. And but they see that Fantasia is no more. Yeah. It's just like little just cratery pieces yeah. floating in space. Yeah. And they're like, wow, the nothing our world had succeeded. Um, but but then but then uh, so they're like, well, we got to find that ivory tower. And then Atreyu goes, wait, the medallion. Then he, he goes, grabs the medallion. Guide me to the ivory tower. And then, and then the, it doesn't really guide them. It just it just appears. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like one of the rocks just kind of shifts out of the way, and you see, oh, there's the ivory tower. It's right over there. And it is just the ivory tire tower tire. <laughs> the, <laughs> the ivory tire. tire. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, it's it's just literally the ivory tire is what they give out to the winner of the Daytona 500. I, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but it's just on this tiny little rock island at this point. Like all yeah. of Earth is gone, or Fantasia, whatever. So yeah, so so they get to the ivory tower, and uh, like it's shaking, you know, because it's it's about to be crumbled too. Right. And then we meet the Empress, mm-hmm. who's this child. Yeah, she's, she's like the same girl. age yeah. as as Atreyu. And everything she says is like this. So slow. With pauses. As if she's having it being read to her so that she can read it back. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly how it is. That's that's what JG mentioned. I was like, yeah. you're totally right. Because you were you were all into it. It's like, oh, I think it's really cool. Like kind yeah, of like, like she's alien, kind of like, like an alien kind of thing. I yeah. said, no, no, no. It sounds like she is being she's read the line actor. and then she's repeating it. Yeah, which in its own way could sound alien or ethereal. In in Temple of Doom, there's that one character who's like, you know, like monsoon rain. It covers us in darkness. That guy couldn't speak English. So Steven Spielberg sat next to the camera reading the lines to him and then like doing like the movement where he where he put his hands over his eyes. Yeah. And the guy just copied him and just like said everything like the way he said and just did all his movements, too. Wow. Like, yeah. So it's like. So, so it's like you hear all the pauses in between it, and then Steven Spielberg will just say, like, you know, just imagine me saying the next line. Right. And that's how we did it. Wow. That's how I think they did this, to be honest. I agree. Yeah. And so so it's like, ah, shitty acting, you know? Yeah. But uh, Or maybe it was a choice. Who knows? The Empress reveals to Atreyu that the human child has been listening this entire time, you know, that he is with us. And Bastion goes, that's impossible. There's no way. You know, so because he doesn't believe it, the world starts breaking apart more, or the 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 ivory tower starts breaking apart more. Yeah, it's like cracking and shattering. And Atreus like, well, how are we supposed to get him to say his name? To say a name? It's like we just have to hope that he's will do it. There's nothing we can really do. And you the know? kids like reading this, being like, I'm not gonna say shit. Yeah, because this is just a book. Yeah, this is just a book. It's just a book. It's not real. It's not real. And. uh and then Bastion finally goes like, fine, I'll say a name. And he like opens the window and he just screams. And it's like loud child. and thunder. There's like rain hitting him in the face. Yeah. So I thought I could have sworn that he said like Rosalind or something but like that. But he goes, Moonchild. That was an actual recording from the film. Yep. Uh, JG did not just do no, that impression. I did not just yeah, do that. Yeah. Actually. Uh, we have the kid right here with us. <laughs> right. Actually, he never aged. Yeah, he never I was, aged. I was like being trapped in a book, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is all your fault. Uh, and so then, uh, yeah, Bastion shouts out the name. And the Empress comes face to face with Bastion. Yeah, she's like staring straight into the camera. And it's like only... The, 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 oh, no, 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 no. It's the, like, like two of them on screen world. together yeah, and yeah. just blackness around yeah. them. Yeah. And she's holding this grain of sand. 
So she's saying it's all that's left of Fantasia. And so she tells him, well, you can wish for whatever you want. And he says, well, how many wishes do I get? As many as you want. He's like, oh, that's kind of stupid. As many as you want? Come on. But it's a book. The whole thing's about a book. You can make it whatever you want. I know, right? So like, he's like, I can wish for anything, anything. And then just cut to, he's riding Falcor. Like, yeah. Whoa! And for a second, I thought, wait, your first wish was, I want to ride that, that, that love that dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah. I, want to dra- I want to ride that. I thought you just said love dragon. <laughs> the love dragon. Ooh, all aboard. <laughs> right. All aboard love dragon tonight on KFM 137. <laughs> and you, if you look to our left, you see a kiss. <laughs> and if you look to our right, you'll see the band kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're involved. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, so so, but we find out that uh, that uh, Bastian has has wished for uh, Fantasia to you know come back, and he sees you know there's there's a Treyu and and Artax is back with a Treyu, yeah, and then we see uh, you know uh, Night Hob and Teeny Weeny and his racing snail, yeah, and, and, and Rock Biter, you know they're all fi- everybody's fine. The it's world because is they're starting the book over, yeah, and it's yeah, the never ending story, it's a never ending story. So it just starts over again because he finished the book. So what's gonna happen? You just start it over again, yeah, you know. So but he has one last wish. Bastian does. Yep. <laughs> So so in the streets Is this is this what we're getting to? Yes. I can't tell if I want to do this in like my fantasy brain of how these bullies sound now because I just think that they're like these weird Europeans. You're we like the weird bit. Europeans. Ah oh, yeah, we're just walking down the street. Oh yeah, Hans, your cigarette is so good. I'm going to go have a chocolate cigarette. Oh, okay. Ah, to Lima, okay. Uh, I'm going to eat um, seven to twelve sausages. Ah oh, yes, Hans. And yes. There's um, I see super disco in the distance. Uh, oh, what is that over there? Oh, that is that is some kind of new wave uh, flying device. I think it's a dog. Or it's Puff's the magic dragon. It's possibly Puff. It is very cool. Very very hot. I, I think that they are going someplace very cool. And why are we getting picked up? Why are we in the air? Why are we, we in the air? That is because it is so it is so um alternative to we be are, in the air. It is it is France, cool. we are being thrown into the trash can right now. That is fine. You know, <laughs> no, we, it is not fine. This we, is weird. We put kids in trash cans all the time. Why not try it for yourself? There are noodles in here. I love noodles. <laughs> they are so cool, they are so they are so hip. <laughs> And at this point, ladies and gentlemen, Remy went learning his knowledge. <laughs> I feel like it's like fucking Puff the Magic Dragon all of a sudden. Oh, this! Oh my God, this was amazing. Yeah. So, so um, in case you didn't get what happened, um, Blitz. I don't know why I was about to call him Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. Um, Bastion just Blitzkrieg's their ass Blitzkrieg. and uh, scoops them up with um, with Falcor. Yeah, and throws them into the trash. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. And then we get the never-ending story. Never-ending story. Do-do, do-do, do-do. Falcor, jump on it. and Jump on it. Anyway, all right. So that's that's it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We don't have any Edward trivia for you this week. But it will. Damn it. I know. I, I... 
I dropped Damn the ball it. on that one. We'll have it back next week, though. Okay, Don't worry. okay. Then last minute, we've got Remy's Nature Facts. <laughs> 100% true. Coming at you. Non-disputable. Up your nose. Out your eyes. Here it goes. Oh, oh boy. Did you this? know that uh, a starfish is actually a star? <laughs> What the fuck are you talking? About? Okay, no, but real talk. If you cut off, if you if you took a knife to your favorite starfish and just cut off its leg or any appendage to that point because you can't really tell unless you draw a face and decide that's the head, mm-hmm. then it will regrow not only on the original starfish, but the leg will grow into a new starfish itself Whoa. and become sentient. So we can have multiple Patrick stars. You can actually just breed starfish by chopping them up. Wow. <laughs> Why hasn't Patrick done that in SpongeBob? Oh, are you kidding me? His his parents aren't his parents. They're just him. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. he just lopped off a you leg mean, at some he's point. He's them. I don't know what came first. <laughs> the chicken or the egg. But yeah, that's, um, that's totally cool. true. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that had nothing to do with movies, but who cares? Uh, that's fine. Uh, so uh, thank you for listening to this episode, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we'll be back next week with another rousing film. What is that film? We don't know yet. Nope, never uh, do. Yeah, we'll, we, we have some ideas, but we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll keep that a secret. Yeah. And, I like secrets. Uh, I like secrets too. All right, we hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Hey, guys, JG again. One quick word before we go. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.